0: Filling in on the TVL Spotlight, I'm Derek Nestor. We are officially one month into the fall sports, and this weekend we saw the top teams in the league really put their foot on the accelerator and maybe starting to pull away from the pack. Multiple close gutty wins on Friday night on what turned out to be a gorgeous night at the park. Today's TVL Spotlight is brought to you by b and Buildings, the Washington Health Mart, and Brent Runnebaum of Big Iron Auctions. Where else could we start but the incredible back and forth between Centroia and Troy, The game proved to be the best game not only in the TVL, but maybe across the state. After a scoreless first quarter, it looked like whoever came out of this game was going to earn it to the max. Finally, midway through the second, Bowden Bennett took the bubble pass from quarterback and carried it 34 yards to the touchdown to make it 7-0 Troy. Bennett finished with 96 yards receiving in the game. Centroia answered back with a strong drive cap by Brock Reineke, short yardage touchdown catch to tie it at 7-0. After a 3-yard Tritton tally score made it 14-7 going into the halftime break, Troy knew they needed to have a solid third quarter if they were going to remain in this game, and boy did they. First, it was a 4-yard pass from Hartman to Jarrett Norris, coupled with a 32-yard pass to Christian Etherton. Norris was the leading receiver for Troy with 130 yards. Etherton was the big play threat with a couple of 20-yard catches. The downfall for Troy was even though they were earning the touchdowns they failed on the back-to-back two-point conversions, leaving four big points on the board. And with 27 seconds left in the third quarter, the Trojans led 19-14. The defenses would step up in the fourth quarter and keep another scoreless for the majority of the quarter, but after a big defensive stop, Centralia offense found a spark and it came in the form of Drew Gibbs. With Centralia marching under a minute, Gibbs would punch it in for the final Panther touchdown, part of a 200-yard rushing night for Centralia and icing the game with the Panthers up 20-19. Centroia with the win goes to 4-0 with their annual Donnie Brook with Jackson Heights next week. The Cobras lost to Riverside on Friday for their first loss of the season. Troy falls to 3-1. They take on Mar Hill on Friday. Next up today is the battle between cross-county rivals the Clifton Clyde Eagles and the Washington County Tigers. The home team Tigers had yet to really be tested this year, giving up only 10 points per game and out to a 3-0 start. In their way on Friday was Clifton Clyde, a team coming off a tough loss to Axelon. As Jeff said on Friday's show, you know this Eagle team was going to walk in with a bit of an attitude, and that's exactly what we saw. Clifton Clyde would strike first blood on a 45-yard punt return for a touchdown to make it 8-0. After both teams were left off the board in the third quarter thanks to some hard-hitting defense, including a stop by the Washington County defense inside the 10-yard line, when Clifton Clyde looked like they were getting ready to throw the knockout blow. Washington County's offense would finally break through in the fourth quarter as Ludick would hit Adrian Geckel from seven yards for a score. Geckel had two receptions for 49 yards, but the Tigers' surge came just a bit too late after Jack Sconsi found Drayden Reed on an eight-yard strike. Time would run out on both Washington County and Clifton Clyde would win in a gutty game from both of these teams. By now, you all know that Jeff is a sucker for a good defensive game, and that's what we saw between these two. With the win, Clifton Clyde goes to 3-1. They travel to take on the 1-3 Lincoln Leopards Friday night. Meanwhile, Washington County is now 3-1. The Tigers are at Bennington in Week 5. After an up-and-down first few weeks of the season, Cody Trimble's Valley Heights Mustangs had an opportunity to pick up a big win as they were taking on Republic County team that so far this season were giving up over 40 points per game on average. This game stayed close all night with the two teams trading scores early on. Republic County took an early 8-0 lead on the 41-yard rush, but Valley Heights answered back quickly as Max Shanks would find Caden Dummermuth on a 35-yard pitch and catch to tie the game at 8. Dummermuth finished with 50 yards receiving and 53 more on the ground. Caden had the two biggest plays in a rush and pass game, that 35-yard catch and a 38-yard rush. On the ensuing kickoff, the Republic County Buffaloes would score on a 77-yarder to go up 16-8 still in the first quarter. It would remain that way until midway through the third quarter when, surprise, surprise, Jaden DeWalt would make his presence felt on the first of his two scores of the night. It wasn't a huge night for DeWalt but by any means with only 62 yards, but his two touchdowns late in this one were key for Valley Heights. The team traded defensive stands neither team was able to force a turnover. That clearly would have opened it up for their team and we stayed deadlocked at 16 as the clock went to zeros, and this game was headed to overtime. The Buffaloes went on offense first, and after moving the ball a bit to start the drive, Valley Heights would stonewall Republic County on the goal line and get the opportunity to finish it off, and they did just that. After a penalty pushed them back a bit, DeWalt would call the game with a 15-yard rush to finally finish it out 22-16. Valley Heights takes it over Republic County. In total, Valley Heights finished with 162 rushing yards with Case and Bigham earning 58 on 16 carries and the aforementioned Caden Dummermuth adding 53 of his own. Valley Heights is now 2-2. Two two. They take on 2-2 two two Salina Sacred Heart on Friday night at Kansas Wesleyan University. Sacred Heart, despite being 500, has been outscored by their opponents on a 2-1 clip, giving up 108 points in four games while only managing 50. We go from a team that has only scored 50 points to a team that hangs 50 on a consistent basis, that being the Axtell Eagles. The 3-0 Eagles played host to 1-2 Lynn, and remember I said earlier there are teams really starting to stomp on the accelerator? If they didn't already, it's safe to say Axtell has kicked it into the highest gear and they come out with a purpose and took care of Lynn 56-0. The crazy thing about this Axtell offense is the wide range of weapons. The amazing part isn't that Isaac Detweiler threw four touchdowns. That's become the norm for Isaac. It said all four of these went to four different wideouts. He hit Grady Bussing for 30 and Brandon Schmezel for 48. Schmezel adding another on the ground from 16. Datweiler also had connections from 19, Evan Bussing and a 12-yarder to Eli Brocksterman. In total, 149 yards passing and those four scores. Axel finished with 228 total yards and 45-point mercy rule win over Lynn. Listen to this. This is coming from Sports in Kansas. Quote, Axtel ran 18 total plays on Friday. They scored on seven of them while converting all seven two-point conversions. Just an uncanny ability to find the end zone and make their opponents pay for mistakes. Lynn was led in rushing by Dylan Oldie, who played who had 33 yards. Bulldog quarterback Gavin Turk added 15 and connecting on four of his seven passes as well. Oldie also led the team in tackles with three above a host of Bulldogs, each earning two. On the night, though, Axtel once again looked like they could do no wrong and grab their fourth win of the season. Axtell takes to the road the next couple of weeks with appointments with Blue Valley in Week 5 and Hanover Wildcats in Week 6. Two teams hoping to turn around their fortunes in 2022 met up at Schrader Field on Friday as the 3-0-3 oh Frankfurt Wildcats hosted the 1-2 Donovan West Mustangs. After being shut out last week against Linden, the Frankfurt offense had to shake off the dust a bit and come back with a vengeance in this one as they did just that in a 54-6 victory. Wildcat quarterback Wes Anderson was phenomenal in his game with four passing touchdowns on an 11-of-19 passing night, finding both Lane Lewisu and Trent Harden on two separate occasions. But it was the running game of the Wildcats that really sticks out in this one. Big Brock Armstrong had a grown man's game. 16 carries and just a ho-hum 271 yards rushing. Armstrong has been such a consistent contributor to his Frankfurt team, and as only a junior, look for him to continue to be. In total, Frankfurt finished with nearly 500 yards in total offense. For Donovan West, it was a tremendous offensive night for Braden Simmons. Simmons finished with 114 rushing yards to go along 73 yards passing, including the Mustangs lone touchdown hooking up with Kelby Winmeyer on an 18-yard strike in the second quarter. Donovan West finished with 223 yards of total offense, but on this night, just lacked the offense to get past Frankfurt in a 54-6 Wildcat win. At 1-3, Frankfurt is on the road this week taking on the Lynn Bulldogs. Donovan West drops to 1-3. They travel to Hanover on Friday night. The Blue Valley Rams opened up district play on Friday night against Twin Valley League rival the Hanover Wildcats. The Wildcats jumped on the board early and had a quick 16-0 lead before Schreiber found Zoller with a 45-yard touchdown pass. The Hanover Wildcats would return the ensuing kickoff and push the lead back to 16 at the end of the first. The Rams continue to run the ball well on the ground with Bergman leading the Rams with 72. Yards on the ground and Schwert going for 41 yards with the Wildcats proved to be too much with scoring 22 more points in the second and then ending the game early in the third. As mentioned earlier, the Blue Valley boys take on Axtell and Hanover host Donovan West. Elsewhere in the TVL, Onega fell to Gaiman, Oklahoma, 48-7, and Wetmore defeated Southern Coffee County 59-6 in six-man football. A great night of football on Friday with another coming up in Week 5. Let's take a look at your volleyball schedule for tonight. At Axdell is a triangular featuring Centralia and Onega. At Washington County is a quad featuring Donovan West, Wetmore, and Valley Heights. At Frankfurt, a try with Blue Valley and Hanover. And at Lynn, another try with Clifton Clyde and Troy. I will be back tomorrow with all the results from tonight, as well as take a look at the tournaments from this past weekend. As for today, have a great Tuesday. I'll be back tomorrow with our look at the night in volleyball, and stick around for this week's Athlete of the Week, sponsored by United Bank & Trust. Have a great Tuesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow for a new edition of the TVL Spotlight.